Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. God uses whatever, and he doesn't always work in the ways that we think. And so David understood that. In verse 47, he says, All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. See, they all thought the only way to defeat, defeat Goliath is with a sword or a spear because, you know, that's what warriors did in those days. But the Lord delivered David from Goliath in a very unconventional way, not with a sword, not with a spear. And the Lord wants us to understand that his ways are not always our ways. He wants us to understand that he doesn't always do it in a very conventional way that we think it should be done. And that's an important understanding as a Christian because in, in Psalm 20, verse 7, it says, some trust in chariots, David wrote this, and some in horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. We need to put our hope and trust in God. And, and this is an important truth to understand because here's how some Christians go through life. We face some impossibility, and then we figure out some way to fix the impossibility, and then we tell the Lord how to do it, and then when the Lord doesn't follow my instructions, we get upset because we think, well, he's not doing it the way I planned it, Right? but maybe he's never going to do it that way, right? Rather than just praying, Lord, your will be done. Lord, there's a giant. I don't know what we're going to do, how we're going to do this, but I know that you do things in an unconventional way, and, and we're prone to think that God can only work in a particular way. And if you're a student of the Bible, you know that God works in ways that are beyond what anybody could think, right? In fact, the Bible tells us in Isaiah 55, 8, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, and my ways are, uh, nor are, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. In other words, the Bible is saying that, you know, God's understanding of the universe is so much vast, vastly better and greater than ours, right? When you think about where is the edge of the universe, do you know where that is? Well, God knows, right, where it's at. There's a sign out there that says the end, right? And do you know where it's at? You don't know where it's at. God knows where it's at. God wants you to know that he is not bound by our limited understanding of whatever situation we face, whatever difficulty we face. He can do things in ways that we never could comprehend. And, you know, I think that's one of the exciting things about being a Christian is going through life and just praying and saying, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do this, but you work it out. And I believe that, you know, as David is saying here, you're all going to see that God is not bound by conventional methods. And that's why God wanted us to understand this. In verse 47, David said, all those who gather here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, right? And, and that's such a powerful truth to understand that, you know, God isn't bound by whatever science says or experts say. Quite often, experts are wrong. You know, Goliath uh, had all the conventional equipment of a trained killer, right? He had a helmet, body armor, a shield. He had a, a sword, a spear. He had all the stuff. And what did David have? He was a shepherd boy with a little leather sling and a rock and God. We're so prone to figure things out for God and then get upset when God doesn't follow our plans, right? I remember the story of uh, Mary and Martha, their brother Lazarus got sick, and there in John 11, 
Verse one, it says, now a certain man named Lazarus of Bethany in the town of uh, Mary and Martha, her sister Martha, and, and therefore the sisters sent to Jesus saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. They threw that in there. Jesus, you love us now. Don't disappoint us, right? Uh, so when he heard that he was sick, Jesus stayed two more days in the place where he was. Now, huh? if you loved him, why did you wait? Now, here's the thing. Those of you who are students of the Bible, you know by the time Jesus gets there, Lazarus died, right? In verse 21, John 11, now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. In other words, she's saying, Jesus, we had it all figured out, and we called for you, we told you to get here, and you didn't get here on time, and as a result, because you didn't do what we said, and you didn't follow our instructions, now he's dead, and we're disappointed in you, and man, you really blew it. Right? I mean, that's their perspective. But is that what really happened? No, that's what they saw from that moment in time. And that's so important for us to recognize. Whatever you see today, that's not your whole life. Your life is like a 100-chapter book. And if you're in chapter 20, well, you got a lot more chapters to go. In verse 39, Jesus said, Take ye away the stone, Martha, the sister of him that had di- uh, died, said to him, Lord, by this time he stinketh. <laughs> right? So Jesus said, move the stone away. And she said, well, he stinks. He's been dead for four days. And then in verse 40, Jesus said to her, again, she's still telling him, Lord, you don't know what you're doing. He's already dead. You're too late. It's, it's past the point of you fixing the problem, Jesus. You didn't listen to me. And Jesus said to her in verse 40, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? See, now Jesus is working in an unconventional way in Mary and Martha's lives so that he could do something that, that would blow their mind, right? And Jesus could have come earlier, but the Lord wanted to do something that the whole world would see and know the power of God. Now, she didn't know that Jesus was doing that, and, and so she thought, what are you doing? But Jesus was teaching them that God is not bound by man's conventional ways. And, and this is one of the great truths of understanding the spiritual realm and being born again and being alive spiritually and understanding that, that God is able to work even when we think it's too late. God, you're two days late. He's already dead. He's been in the tomb for four days. You blew it. God is still able to work. God can work in ways that we think could, he could never, ever work. And I think that's important for us to be reminded about. And that's what the whole story of David is about. In verse 47, when David said, all those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. See, what David is saying is that, you know what? God is not going to save the nation of Israel through man's ways, through things that you can dream up by getting a sharper sword or whatever. And he's saying that God doesn't always use conventional ways. And perhaps you think that your situation is hopeless. Maybe you're in a situation where you have exhausted all your ideas, all the things that you could think of. You've prayed and told God how to do it, and he's not doing it your way, and he's not following your instructions, and so therefore you think, that's it, it's over. I'm here to tell you, not so. God is able to do things way beyond what you could imagine, right? And, and that's why it's so important for us to recognize that the Christian life is a life of faith, and that's why Jesus said, You need to walk by faith and not by sight. That the just shall live by faith. That it's impossible to please him without faith. And how does your faith grow? Well, by your relationship with God. Personal relationship. Your faith grows in the knowledge of the word of God, right? And so God has resources that you don't know anything about, right? And and that's so important for us to understand. David understood that. In verse 49, David, reaching into his bag, taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. Now just think of this. He had a helmet, but David got it right in between the helmet, he struck, and the stone stank, uh, sank into his forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. So you just get this picture. David swings the rock, hits him in the head. Boom, he lands. 
Verse 50, so David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. This was a miraculous situation, right? And, and David said in Psalm 56.3, whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What, what can flesh do to me? This I know because God is for me. See, David knew that, hey, God is for me. Whatever, whatever I face in life, whatever difficulty, adversity, whatever it is, God is for me. And so you need to know that. Whatever venture of faith that God might be putting on your heart to step out, sometimes we're afraid and we think, oh, I can't do it because I'm not good enough or smart enough or educated enough. David was a teenager, right? Everybody looked at him like, God can't use that little punk, right? And yet here we are thousands of years later talking about how God used a little guy that nobody thought. His brothers were like, go home, punk. What are you doing here? And he's like, God's going to use me. We can't use you. You don't have a sword. I don't need a sword. What do you think you need? Just God, right? And that's what he needed, right? And, and you know, in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul said in Romans 8.31, if God is for us, who can be against us? See, Paul had the same attitude as David. Hey, look, if God is for me, you know, who's, who can be against us? When you're following God, serving God, seeking God, doing what God wants you to do, then no one can be against you. In, in, in Ephesians 3.20, he said, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. How is God going to work in you to do exceedingly abundantly beyond what you can think? Well, it's his power working in you. So you have to pray and say, Lord, fill me with your power. And Lord, help me to take ventures of faith. Lord, help me to step out. Help me to invite someone to church. And if they reject me, help me to understand they're not rejecting me. Because I'm not telling them, hey, come and follow me and I'll save your soul. I'm saying, come to church and we'll talk about Jesus and Jesus will save you, right? Lord, help me to not be afraid to step out in whatever ministry that you want me to be involved with. See, God has given each one of you gifts and talents and abilities, and God wants us to use them for his kingdom. The enemy's out there, you know, having a heyday. And, and as Christians, God wants us to be recognizing that he can do beyond whatever I can do. And if God puts something in your heart to do something, whatever it is, then you need to think, well, God could use David. He could use me. He believed that God is on my side. And see, if God is for you, uh, and he has given you everything that you need to accomplish whatever he wants to do in your life. He's given you all the resources to overcome all the giants that you'll ever face in life. Do you know that? That whatever giants you're going to face, whatever adversity, God has given you all that you need to overcome it. So if you ever say to yourself, well, I just can't get past this. This is uh, too big. I can't do it. Someone needs to say to you, slap yourself. Hey, have you ever slapped yourself? You want to try it right now? No, okay, tell me. But uh, here's the thing. God has given you everything you need to have victory in life. He wants you to have victory. In, in 2 Peter 1, 3, he says, he, his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. See, when you invite Jesus into your life and you want his power in your life, you say, Lord, fill me with your power. Give me boldness. Help me to invite people to church. Help me to step out and use whatever talent it is that God's given you for his kingdom. Right, then then he's given you all that you need. And the enemy is the one that tells you, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, God can't use you. He only uses really smart, highly educated people. Not, wrong. David didn't go to college. I mean, David was just a shepherd, right? I mean, he's just out there with the sheep. And just think about all the people that God's used, that, that he can use you, he wants to use you. He's looking for people who are willing to say, Lord, I'm bored with my life. Fill me with your power and let's go do something exciting. Let's go invite some people to church. In fact, 
you know, on the Saturday of the Harvest Crusade, they're going to do street witnessing in Boise, and, and we were going to put it in the announcements, but I don't know how it didn't get in there. But, uh, so if you want to go out and just invite people, they're going to have some teams with the Harvest Crusade. You can go do that, whatever it is. Or maybe you're, you really want to take a big venture of faith. You could say, hey, I want to teach Sunday school. You talk to one of the leaders and say, hey, I want to get involved. I want to help, help with the kids. Or, or I want to get involved in, you know, I want to be a greeter or whatever. I want to be in the video room. I want to help bring the gospel to the world. I want to get involved in the sound ministry or the, or the radio ministry or, or whatever it is. There's so many opportunities to help. We're all working together for the kingdom of God. And here's the thing. The people who recognize that God can speak through a donkey, then they take ventures of faith and say, hey, well, I'm as smart as a donkey, <laughs> right? They use a different word in the King James, right? <laughs> so, uh, but here's the thing. God wants to use you. And, and, and the enemy and your flesh tells you, well, you're not smart enough. You're not good enough. You're not big enough. You're not whatever. Or, or you're a sinner. Look, we're all sinners. That's why Jesus died. And that really is the first step. But you need to know that God is for you and there's no problem too big for God. He can work. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will